Welcome to episode 85 of Keep the Fabe. I'm Mike, sitting here with my boys, ready to talk some wrestling. We had the week off this past week, so thanks for tuning in with us uh, today. Uh, just a lot going on. Spring, summer, basketball, hockey, just a lot of good stuff happening. Uh, but we got a lot of good stuff in the wrestling world to get caught up on, too. Uh, we have... Some really good matches set up with the Owen Hart Classic on AEW Dynamite and AEW Rampage. CM Punk is going to be going up against Adam Hangman Page at uh, Double or Nothing coming up. So a lot of exciting things there. Scorpio Sky is in kind of a little um, uh, a quagmire. Is that the proper use of that word? Uh-huh, it is. Is it? Okay, I have no idea what quagmire <laughs> means. But, but it's what uh, he's in. Yeah, with... Uh, Frankie Kazarian, so very good. And our favorite show that uh, the boys and I all attended last year and that we have attended in the past, All Out, will be on the move. Where is it going and why are they doing that? But before we get into all that good shit, let's introduce the boys real quick over in Glendale. My guy who keeps it regal, Steve Groschmidt. What up, Grabby? How are you? Mike, cut the shit. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Any reason why? Jade Cargill tells Tony Schiavone to cut the shit every week. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like Jade Cargill is kind of running with it now that Chris Jericho has stopped saying it all the time. Yeah. That was a good draw from there. I couldn't remember who was doing that. Oh, God. Uh, That's too much right now, Charlie. But anyway. Let's go to uh, my guy down in Bayview, somebody who keeps it freshly squeezed, Mr. Prune Juice, Matt Michelson. How are you, Matt? I'm 73, but watch in 76 days, you're 17-time world champion. Woo! I saw that. What a clown. Oh, God. Dude. Walk in that aisle one more time. <laughs> yeah, all bearers around him. Oh man! Sorry, I, I took that to a dark place. That's For a right. second, I thought you meant the valet. Yeah, Paul Bearer, Percy, what's his name? Awesome. Well, good one there too, uh, Matt. Good to see you. Hope you're doing well. Good to see you back. Let's stay down in Bayview. Talk to my guy. Oh my God! It's Charlie Mike. What's up, dude? Well, well guys, time enough for the talking. It's time for the main event. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> that was very good. I like the uh, what what culture does where they do it in slow motion. It sounds so funny. God, it drives me crazy. It's like too long at that point. Oh yeah, every time they review Rampage, it's time. Like, every time they review Rampage, they'll be like, "All right, wrapping up the show," and then they'll play like a slow mo clip and just wait for it to finish every time. Oh man. Those boys are funny. Shout out shout out to our buddies, the What Culture Podcast. They keep their game tight. But speaking of tight, 
We have a really cool opportunity some to see some awesome matches on AEW Dynamite and Rampage in the form of the Owen Hart Classic, kind of similar to the King of the Ring. And if you remember, Owen Hart was one of the best kings of the ring when he was the reigning champ. He really, really milked that. Owen was just so great. So this is an homage to one of the greatest, Owen Hart. And uh, I really, like I said, I really, really like this format. Um, it's spread out over a couple nights. It's all going to culminate uh, in the finals for Double or Nothing coming up soon. But we've already had some really good qualifying matches, but the main matches in the first round have been really cool. Matt, I know you wanted to talk about this one. It was Darby Allen versus Jeff Hardy. Kind of like a reckless dream match, like a psycho. I know you like the hardcore matches, so your your dick was probably real hard for this one, eh? I, I mm. Yeah, I definitely could not get up off the couch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this one, yeah, this one, I... I want to say probably a minute into the match, I remember thinking to myself, this match already has the possibility to be like the next Mankind Undertaker Hell in a Cell match, just as far as like right. how reckless these guys were. Um, I don't think it ended up being nearly on that level because to my understanding, neither of the guys got seriously injured to any extent. Um, but for those of our listeners who maybe didn't see the match, Darby Allen, I want to say it was less than a minute into the match. Um, Jeff Hardy has set up a 20-foot ladder in the ring, as he always tends to do these days. Um, climbs to the top of the ladder. Darby beats him to it and is on top of the ladder. Now, prior to this, Darby had set up not two tables outside the ring like they typically would do in a spot like this, but eight chairs arranged in a way mm -hmm. where it was the perfect amount of space for a body to land on the chairs. So... Darby climbs to the top of the ladder. Now, keep in mind, this is a huge ladder inside the ring. I don't even know how many feet up it was. Does a front flip off the top, lands back first on Jeff Hardy on the chairs. Just absolutely no give going into it. Um, yeah. Definitely yeah. an all-time zero has And zero hesitation. Darby Allen got up there and just that fucking dude. full send. That guy has no nuts. fear. It's incredible. Nah. Like, Penta is always, you know, Cerro Miedo. I, I think... Darby lives it more than Penta does. Oh, Darby's the hardcore of the hardcore, dude. Well, even that promo leading into it, when he's like, this has been my dream my whole life. I want to go to the hospital. If we don't go to the hospital, then what are we doing here tonight? Like, <laughs> I'm like, you're a sick fuck. And, I mean, he's young. I, is he, has he broken 30 yet or 25? He's got to be I like, think he's he in like, his... If anything, he's early 30s, but I think he's actually still in his 20s. Yeah, he's yeah. in his 20s. I thought if maybe 28 at the latest. Yeah. yeah but, so. um, man, I mean, I love the guy, but I, I mean, the people that he is entertaining, no offense to our listeners out there or any uh, AEW fans, but it's not like these... <laughs> you are... You, I mean, you're putting your well-being and life on the line for just common folk that just kind of really enjoy the art of wrestling. But, um, yeah, I, I that was an amazing match. And uh, Jeff Hardy ended up winning it. Did he not? Yes. He did. Using a wrestling was... move, shockingly. Yeah, that was pretty good to put over the elder statesman. I mean, I think it was just a dream match for Derby to have something like this um, on TV against probably one of his idols. And it was amazing. The match delivered on all counts. 
So yeah, and I think that Jeff Hardy was really happy with it too. You could see at the end of the match, you know, he shook Darby's hand. He was kind of bowing to the crowd, and just the look on his mm-hmm. face kind of said it all. Um, yeah, I think this is one of those matches where we're going to see highlights of it in AEW Dynamite's opening credits for sure. a long, long time. It's going to be like mankind getting thrown off the cell, you know, except Darby jumping off a ridiculously high Ugh. ladder. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those, oh my God moments for sure. If they ever do their top 100, maybe oh, 10 yeah, years from definitely. now or something like that. Yeah. I commented to a friend that, uh, once I could get aside the fact that like thinking that both of these men are going to be in wheelchairs at some point, in their <laughs> career, like it was just a spectacle. And I mean, yeah, that there were new, there was like three, four times where I just like visibly cringed, like with some of the mm-hmm. stuff they did. And it's like, God, that can't feel good. But uh, it was the be- it was definitely one of the best Jeff Hardy showings because there's been some turds like since he's come back where he kind of looked like he was just kind of gassed at this point in his career. But this just in part because of who they put him up against everything. It was like this kind of showcased the right things he can still do. Well, I think part of it, too, is Darby really, I think did most of the work in this match, like yeah. scrambling up the ladder, taking all the big spots. Now, granted, Jeff still, you know, tries a senton off the top rope to the outside and hits the steel steps. Um, but the way they were set up, the way Darby was there and he kind of rolled off the steps, I feel like they did it probably as safely as they could have for Jeff's benefit. But, right. but despite all that, yeah, Darby made him look really good. The whole thing just worked well. It did. Definitely rose to the occasion, both parties. And um, Adam Cole and I thought Dax Hardwood was an amazing first round match that we saw too. So good. Dax is a real one. He he did not defeat Adam Cole, but I mean that guy's stock is rising. Oh, totally. FTR in general, they might be having one of the best years after Wheeler Yuta. I would say. I would agree. I think you're right. Good for them. Yeah, hard 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 workers, well deserved. Put their time in, bit their tongue when they weren't getting what they deserved in WWE. They never complained. They went out there and put on great matches. Now they're getting opportunities here. They broke away from Tully. They can show they can do it on their own. And it's not like really Tully even bent like really contributed a lot in my opinion to where they've gotten. It seemed like it was a match. It seemed like it was a match made in heaven, but I think it just didn't really do that much really. in in actuality. Yeah. It's almost like they forced some training wheels on FTR by putting Tully with them when they really didn't need to, they were ready to ride on their own. So um, yeah, good for, um, for Dax, even though he was defeated by Adam Cole. So then we're going to see Jeff Hardy versus Adam Cole in the uh, semifinal of the bracket but we have some pretty great matches coming up we have samoa joe versus a joker so what's this all about do you hear any rumors online floating around are they bringing somebody new in or is it going to be an existing roster member that Mm. they're going to insert that they're going to surprise us with any 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 guesses boys so the only rumor i've heard is potentially johnny gargano oh Um, i didn't hear that one for the only reason being that he could be the one person that could go over on Samoa Joe believably and not hurt Samoa Joe's reputation. Because keep in mind, he's the recently crowned Ring of Honor TV champion, and Tony Khan's really been careful about protecting that brand and building it. So, you know, if, if Joe has to take a loss, I think Johnny Gargano's the guy to do it with. And that leads to 
a whole slew of other dream matches throughout this Owen Hart tournament. Yeah. Charlie, where are you? I heard Cesaro, too. I've heard that one. Ooh. That would be fun. Yeah. That would be a hell of a match. Talk about another guy who has kind of bit his tongue and never asked for more than what he justfully deserved. But if he goes to AEW and uh, they actually use him properly, wow, that'll be real yeah. fun. Oh, yeah. Is that, um, is that, is that match but, this week? Yes, the to both oh, wild shit. cards. Both wild nice. cards are this week. It's a pretty stacked dynamite this oh, week. Oh, that's going to be good then. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, they're going to get a shit rating because the NBA. Yeah, on. they're 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 taking a little bit of a pounding thanks to the NBA. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it'll be all right in the end. Yeah, but over time, yeah, it's a good show. It's just yeah, it's probably yeah. it's probably more hockey. It's more <laughs> hockey. <laughs> probably all of them, but ba- you know, basketball <laughs> yeah. playoffs and football are king. It's country yeah. right now. I hear that. Um, yeah, one thing we know. I mean, unless I guess unless they're lying, but I don't think they are, is that it won't Nick, you know, like the three guys feuding with Samoa Joe, um, um, Jay lethal, uh, Sanjay Dutt and the, uh, big guy, like all said, they're not the wild card. So we know it's not going to be one of those guys. That's cool. Yeah, that's good. Cause that would be underwhelming quite frankly. If one of those guys, somebody surprising. No, I think so. I think the two suggestions you guys gave would, would certainly work. Yeah. Gargan and uh, Cesaro would get massive pops. It would be pretty sweet. I would be so stoked if either of those guys showed up. Same here. Tune in on Wednesday to see who it's going to be. And I mean, not only do we get to see an awesome wrestler revealed on the, on the roster, but then we get to see a match against some Joe. Fuck. So, and, and, and to your point, Matt, you know, in terms of like Samoa Joe taking a loss and not suffering too much with those other dudes feuding with him, I mean, he could shenanigans could cost him the match too, and he'd come out just fine. Yeah, for sure. Um, Charlie, your thought about Cesaro, that was the other one that I was really hoping to see. I did hear a report come out recently that I, it sounds like he might be trying to treat some injuries that he was sort of working oh, really? through for quite some time. Yeah. yeah. Um, and no, to my understanding, no contracts have been agreed on or anything like that. Um, I think he's biding his time and just waiting to see what the best offer is that comes his way, but who knows, things could have changed since then. So it's very possible we see him come out and fight some Joe this week. I think it's going to be awesome either way. Hell yeah. Tune in. They were saying that maybe him, cause he's an old ring of honor guy too. So. They would could use him in Ring of Honor. Absolutely. Yeah. And speaking of Ring of Honor guys, we got a pretty good, awesome match between Kyle O'Reilly and Ray Phoenix on the uh, on the other match coming up on. That's Wednesday. coming on Wednesday. That'll be really good. I love Ray. I'm so happy he's back. I love what they're doing with uh, Death Triangle and yeah. the House of Black right now. That is just a sexy matchup. Great for <laughs> TV. It looks great. Two teams uh, that are over like are over. Yep. And, uh, you know, it's they're, they're throwing each team a bone by putting up against somebody reputable and nobody's going to suffer, which is great TV for fans like us. So totally yeah. my my one gripe with House of Black is their total nonsense promos that they do. I think if they got a little more to the point, as Pac <laughs> said one time, um, it would come across a lot better or just, you know, 
don't talk nonsense just cut to the point and you know like you guys all realize this is a fight at the end of the day and the thing is malachi black is a super creative guy and he has a vision it's just a very complex story he's trying to tell and i don't know that it translates really well to pro wrestling but i think if he tightened it up a little bit along with the rest of the group got their promos like right on line with everybody else i think they'd be one of the top trios in aew not that they aren't already but they could be that much better well maybe we're just old and don't shop at hot topic so we don't really get it and Speak i bet yourself. if we yeah <laughs> yeah yeah I don't, I don't know i mean I think they're kind of cool how they fade in and out. I think they got a good thing going. I mean, I'm glad they're getting more airtime, like in already really um, a, a space where airtime is so valuable. I'm glad they're giving it to them. And yeah, it might yep. be a little mind bending, but you know what? That means maybe they'll just keep it going to make it more clear, whatever it is they're trying to explain. I just want so. them to get some resolution on this Julia Hart thing. Yeah, I know. Steve, you've been uh, spouting off about that for close to two months. I know. I like it. We'll get there. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, do you guys have any predictions on who is going to win this Owen Hart Classic? Mm. Adam Cole, baby. I think Adam Cole is either going to win it, or he's but he's going to make it to the final for sure, but he's going deep. He's going to win it, dude. They're going to throw him a bone for those two losses, dude. That's that's kind of needs it. That's a done deal, yeah. It's. I'm pretty sure that's a done deal. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you, Steve. I think he needs it. At the same time, I feel like Adam Cole and Red Dragon just need to freshen up their act somehow. Because I, I think I was listening to What Culture a couple weeks ago, and they actually tore into this. Um, which I know a lot of times when they tear things apart on AEW TV, we usually kind of roll our eyes. But I think they made a really good point in this case, where those guys have been part of the same gimmick and the same act since their time in NXT. I mean, they basically just took the undisputed era and translated it over to AEW. So, you know, for, for that being the case, I I don't, I don't know what they do differently, but I feel like Adam Cole needs a little something fresh. It's going to heat up, dude. It's going to, I think the thing, I think Kenny's, I think he's had a delay. He had his delay with his um, injury, but it's going to, it's going to heat up, dude. And I'm telling you, um, when they do the Forbidden Door and the Bullet Club, when they start when they start booking for, I'd wait to see what happens after um, the mm-hmm. next pay per view because I think it's got to heat up. Because I'm telling you, the Bullet Club was way over in Chicago, big mm-hmm. time, and now with um and with um, what's his face um, joining Bullet Club. Come on now, uh, switch switchblade. No, the other uh, the other guy from Chicago, um, Juice. Yeah, with Juice Robinson switching over, and he won the um, that U.S. title this weekend in New Japan at the at that show in D.C. It's gonna get, I think it's gonna get hot. I think it's gonna, I think it's gonna get pretty hot for that show. So I think, I I I think it's gonna, I think it's gonna pick up. They're gonna they're gonna do something too, because you know the Bucks. Are, I I just have a feeling the Bucks are gonna turn on them and go Bullet Club at some point real soon maybe chicago maybe chicago yeah yeah yeah, probably chicago i would suspect chicago that's the place to do it because they're not gonna they're just they're playing buddy buddy nice now because i think kenny wasn't ready to go so but i think when um forbidden door goes down or starts getting there it's gonna it's gonna heat up 
I think Adam Cole is a champ. It's probably I thought he'd get it this year, but I think he's probably sometime next year. Because mm-hmm. I will see. Yeah. I don't know with that. I mean, we we talked about it in chat, but I think that um, MJF stuff is gonna. He's kind of getting some bad heat on a man with talking shit, and I think it's right. real heat. And so, mm-hmm. I, if I was Tony, and he's talking that shit of twenty twenty four, I wouldn't. I wouldn't push. I wouldn't put shit on him. He can bitch and I'd let him leave. Yeah, the drunk choice would be MJF to be your champion, but well, I think I think sound... the choice, but I think the, the I think what I heard is down the line. I don't know if I don't know if Punk will win it at the pay per view, or he wins it in Chicago, or at All Out. But eventually, that he wins it and then does the job to MJF. That's what I. That's what some guys were saying. You know, mm-hmm. to get MJF because it's got to go. A heel's got to get it next after whoever gets it after this thing, and then down the line. So, but I, with the way he's acting, I unless it's a unless it's a work shoot they're working. That's what I, I've always. That's what I've yeah. always thought. Because he's talking big shit. I saw an interview today. I'm like, Jesus, dude. But do you, you think? Know? I mean, Tony Khan wouldn't let him week after week bring that up on TV. Probably not. Would he? Yeah. Yeah, not the 2024 stuff like you said. Yeah, and, and, like, and, and Cody kind of implying he's going to feud with Tony or yeah. Cody in 2024. I mean, yeah. I feel I like he's that's... poking. I think he's poking fun at Cody. Like, it's his purposeful way of being like... <laughs> well, like, he's like I saw Henry there. He said, he, said, he, said, he said they're buddies and they talk weekly. You know, because he's a huge Cody fan. They're, you know, mm. really, they're, oh, yeah, they're, legit, they're legit tight. Even yeah. when they were doing their feud stuff, they're... They're legit type. I don't know where it's going, but so it would be a work. I, I, I hope it's a work because, dude, you're talking major too. shit. Because mm-hmm. I'd let his ass go. Be like, go on over there, dude. Take off. Good luck. Did you get your did, get your money. Vince, Vince will ruin you. Yep, exactly. Yeah. You'll you'll be hating while you're there because all those guys left for a reason. They're not leaving because it's good. But even though they're doing a good job of getting Cody pushing them, but it's like. He's, that's I mean, one. Not a, that's a lone exception now. Yeah, and I'm not, and, and I, you know, I'm not saying MJF is Cody, but yeah, it, Cody's a little bit on a different level than MJF. People know Cody in WWE because he was there before, right? And they don't, they've and never seen MJF. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He could play off of that and his brother. And you don't know him. He does. He's not like he's big or any, you know, muscular. So it's like. And he's not going to be able to do. He's not going to be able to do and say the half of the shit. Maybe a quarter Hell of the no. shit that he does. Talk, yeah, you, you name all the things he's done. Like talk about like oh she should have swallowed and, and, and all this stuff. Yep. None of that. None of that would be allowed. None of no. it. Wouldn't have been able to kiss that belly dancer. I don't think. No, unless, that wouldn't. Yeah, absolutely unless they, not. Unless they change. Unless WWE wants it. Unless WWE's thinking they're oh we're going to change our product up a little bit. I don't like I said. I don't see it happening. I think that ship sailed. I think with the. With you know, they're so mainstream now, they got to keep it PG. Yeah. I think, regardless of whether he goes to WWE or not, well, if he does go, I don't see him carrying over his gimmick that he has now. Now, don't get me wrong, I think I think he would somewhat, but keep in mind, WWE doesn't acknowledge other promotions, so anything MJF has done in AEW, any fan base he's built, is not going to be acknowledged in storylines, so he's going to be starting from square one in the company. Well. Ezekiel's already taken. <laughs> yeah. And it kind of insinuated, um, I don't know if it was last week or the week before when Cody was on there, that Cody, they kind of said Cody was out of wrestling. 
You know, they kind of yeah, yeah. said that he was out of wrestling. He wasn't that he, you know, they, they that he was just out of wrestling that whole time. They didn't acknowledge that he was uh, in W or in AEW or anywhere else. He just said he was out of, you know, away from the WWE, you know. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, for half their fans, probably they, they don't know they any don't, better. They don't know and they don't care, yeah. Real quick before we move on, did you guys happen to see MJF when he um, defaced this portrait that a fan made of him at a WrestleCon? Yeah, I didn't watch it, but I heard something about the guy said he took time to watch. I didn't see it though. Yeah, I, I took I took the time while I was taking a dooski, and um, this this girl <laughs> T- made this T- TMI. Yeah, <laughs> no, maybe I'll, maybe I'll edit it out. Maybe not. Don't. <laughs> I. She made like this. It looked like almost like a crochet looking thing, but it was like a sketch in pencil. But he, she made MJF have like a like a mustache, like so. He <laughs> made like a really good portrait of MJF. But then you know when people like deface like posters or textbooks or anything like that, they write, they draw a mustache on him. That's what she did to him. Gave it to him, and he just looks at her and he's like, "How long did this take you to make?" And she's like, "Oh, about like five hours." And as soon as she said that, she he like just drew all over it, like X'd it out, and then signed it and gave it back. That's good great. shit. Yeah, really, really good. Anyway, so cool. So I think we kind of covered what CM Punk's path is going a little bit. Uh, he'll be going up against Adam Page. Oh, yeah. But I really Do don't think... know how that match is going to go. I, I nope. I have no mm-hmm. idea. That's what's kind of cool about it. It's a coin flip, in my opinion. Right. Yeah. I mean, we'll we'll probably get a vibe uh, about their entrances what kind of gear they're going to wear. Um, but, okay, so Double or Nothing is at the end of this month. Is it the last Sunday of this month? I think so. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, I think so, yeah. Okay, so we got a Raw, or excuse me, holy shit, Zachary, <laughs> right there. Uh, Dynamite and Rampage uh, to set something up. Two, two, two of them, actually. Yeah, I think so, so yeah. This week, this mm-hmm. week's the next week, and they, is it this week? I can't try to bring my calendar up. I can't see it. This week's got a lot, yeah. What's the guy? There's a lot. There's the two um, Joker matches and the tournament. Oh yeah, and... it's this weekend and pretty much next weekend, and it's go time. Yeah, mm-hmm. you got literally four shows to build it up. Right. Well, these next few episodes of TV should be awesome then, because they always do a really good job building up right before the pay per view. Yeah. Yeah. They, totally. They say their double or nothing is like their quote unquote WrestleMania for that company. I think <laughs> it's all out in my opinion. But yeah, but I think it's Vegas because they do the they have they're having their like convention and fan fest and all that stuff, and they oh, don't have, right. really have the fan fest at all out anymore. Yeah, and it was special. But, it was their first uh, big pay per view as a company. I remember watching that at the Drunk Uncle, the Cody versus Dustin match. What that was just like one of the craziest matches still. Mm-hmm. Fuck, what a yeah. Once that show was really really great. So oh yeah, if they want to dub it their WrestleMania of their company. I get it. Let's uh, not forget what uh, gonna, what was announced for the pre-show. Uh, Hookhausen. Yeah. 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 Must-see pre-show. That's going to be real fun. That should be epic. Exactly. It should be fun. So, I mentioned at the top of the show that uh, Scorpio Sky, Sky is in quite the conundrum, or should I say quagmire, 
against Frankie Kazarian uh, after this last Dynamite. Steve, he's got more on it. Can you tell take us through this one, Steve? Catch us okay. up a little bit? Absolutely. So a couple weeks ago, Scorpio Sky was challenged for his new AEW or uh, TNT title by his old friend, Frankie Kazarian. And he said, Hey, it's the honorable thing to do. I will, you know, I win this title. I'm going to, you'll be my first challenger. And then when he won the title, Kaz came out to celebrate with him. And then you could see the looks on the faces of uh, Lambert and uh, all ego. And then, you know, they're setting up this. He's, you know, is he going to be at odds with his team because of his old buddy? So then they have the match this weekend, which was or this past week, which was really good. I mean, Kaz, yeah, those guys worked great together. It was an excellent match. And then in sort of a key moment, Scorpio's not really, he's down or he's not paying attention. And Ethan Page comes in and smacks uh, Kaz with the title. Um, shortly thereafter, Scorpio wins. And then Kaz is mad and he's like telling him, he's saying, Ethan did this, Ethan did this. And Scorpio's in their faces like, did you do this? Did you do this? And then he hauls off and beats the shit out of uh, Kaz. So kind of reaffirms his heel status, turns on his old partner. Um, and then Sammy Guevara, who is the consummate disgusting heel that nobody likes for the real, comes and kind of makes the save. So... That's why, yeah, it's just, it's weird because one, I was kind of wondering, you know, is Scorpio going to stay a good guy and SCU reunite? That's not happening. And two, what the hell are they doing with nobody likes Scorpio or nobody likes Sammy Guevara and Tay Conti, but them rescuing Kaz is sort of a face move. So are they trying to back their way back into making Sammy a good guy? which I don't think is going to work. Not gonna work no, it's not going to work. So it's like, I really don't know where they're going with this now. And I just wish to God they'd move on. Cause I, they don't want to see Sammy go for that belt again. I'm in the same boat as Steve. I, I think it was a couple weeks ago when Scorpio sky came out, cut sort of a baby face leaning promo when he accepted Kazarian's challenge. And I think it was the first sign that he was going to turn face. And then he had another promo, I think before this match where it was kind of the same thing. It's like, okay, cool. I like where they're going with this. You could kind of think ahead in fantasy book a little bit and things made sense. But after seeing this match and how everything unfolded with Sammy Guevara getting back into the mix, it's even more confusing now than it was before. This is infringing on like Cody territory when he was feuding with Andrade, Malachi black and, pack like all these wwe style 50 50 bookings a similar deal here they need to figure this out really quickly and draw some clear lines around who's who somebody i don't remember where where i read this but said like um it was almost like vince russo booking it was like they're kind of going one way and then just abruptly he turns like on kaz and it wasn't really it was done for shock value but there wasn't nothing more a swerve for the sake of a swerve. Exactly. And I, yeah, I didn't, I don't know. I didn't care for it. I, I'm mostly bothered because what does this do with Sammy? Are they actually going to try to make him a good guy? Cause it's, he is not a good guy. Crazy. Yeah. I don't know. Seems a little rushed. Would you say sloppy booking Charlie? Uh, yeah, I just, I just Scorpio's a, a face really. You know? I, yeah, totally. You know, he, he can, he can do, he's done heel work with um socal uncensored but that's better because of kazarian and um and crystal daniels doing most of the talking so i mean it's yeah they need to go ahead and break him off make him a face or whatever you know it's kind of like trying to force 
force whatever they're trying to force, so it's not worth forcing. There, there, is, some, there is some breaking news, though. Oh? Well, on the note that there's breaking news, uh, it feels like it's been a while, so without further ado, it's now time for Charlie's Corner. Charlie, hit us with the news. What's up? Yeah, I didn't see it, but I obviously I couldn't see it. I guess Sasha and Naomi walked out tonight on Raw, like legit walked out and said they didn't like the book, the way booking was going and something with Vince, and they just said, fuck, Sasha left, and then fucking Naomi followed her. I just wow. got this statement it says from WWE. During the broadcast, they walked into WWE's head of talent relations, John Laurinaitis, office with their suitcases in hand, placed their tag team championships on his bat on his desk and walked out. They claimed they weren't respected enough as tag team champions. <laughs> and even yeah, and even though they had eight hours to rehearse and construct their match, they claimed they were uncomfortable in the ring with the two with two of their opponents. Even though they had matches with those individuals in the past with no consequences. Monday Night Raw is a scripted live TV show whose characters are expected to perform the requirements of their contract. We regret that we were un- unable to deliver as advertised tonight's main event, so they're gonna probably catch some heat. I'm sure yeah. Shosh is like, fuck it, give me my 90 days, bro. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, and it's kind of interesting, too, what they do with Naomi, too, because, you know, she's she's married to one of the Usos. Yeah. She's, right? she's And she's in the bloodline, so that's gonna be, that's gonna be real interesting. <laughs> yeah. Uso yeah, is going to be put through some tables, I think. <laughs> no, they won't do it cuz they, they, they you know, they won't <laughs> they're not going to piss Reigns off, dude. So it's yeah, going to be interesting. Kidding. Interesting what they do. Wow, so they were supposed to main event tonight. Yeah, you know they won't cut and, Sasha. Yep. Sorry. They have uh Becky Lynch and Asuka on right now. That was an audible? I think so. Yep. Mhm. Wow. Damn. Cause think if they cut Sasha, she'd go right to AEW. Oh, she that would really be amazing. That, she'd set that woman's division on top, dude. Oh, Snoop yeah. Dogg would be in there all the time with all oh, of his yeah. TV deals that he's doing with TBS. It would be great oh, synergy. Yeah. Oh man, it'd be it'd be it'd be pretty good. It's gonna be interesting. They got to keep an eye on WWE news now to see what what goes down with this. I don't want to get everyone too excited, but can you imagine Sasha Banks versus Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, on the microphone? Mm, that would work. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd be that cool. would look real good, too. Oh, yeah, because, you know, Britt would make some digs on her walking out and all that shit. But the matches, the matches they could come up with, just think Sasha and Serena Deeb. Oh. Ruby Soho. You know, they could really go. Not a WWE match. Thunder Rosa's got a motor on her, and Sasha has been in hell in, hell in the cell matches. She's not she's not shy to get fucking weird. So yeah. Jamie Hayter and Choose uh, Robinson. I can't remember her name. Choose Robinson's uh, girlfriend slash wife. Tony Storm. Is. Yep. Shit can be real interesting. Hell, <laughs> I mean, I if it was Sasha versus Riho, I'd get up for that. Oh, I, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our our our, our holy Sheeta. That's right. <laughs> it could be real good. Chip. This she's is got, man. That's the way you got to do it, though, man. She's got the, she's got the cloth. They're fucking you over. Fuck them. There's other places to go. She's there's plenty of places. And she's young. Go. Oh yeah, you know. Maybe she, maybe maybe she's like Sasha's maybe twenty seven. Yeah, play, and even if she doesn't want to do the wrestling thing, she's already got an end on Hollywood. 
Well, and she's got money already, so yeah. it's not like she's yep. living paycheck to paycheck. Exactly. She's yep. established, so even if she doesn't work for a couple uh, months, waits it out, you know, enjoys a little time, and then starts fresh, rejuvenated, refocused, and hungry to, and determined to wrestle her best matches in AEW coming up. Yeah. Fuck. Mm-hmm. That'll move a. I think that would move a needle uh, slightly. I, a little bit I for hope. Them. Uh, I hope this isn't some work. I hope this is like legit shit. I don't- I don't think it is. It doesn't dude. seem I, like it's a word. I don't I don't think it is, dude, because there's too many uh, um it seems like a lot of shit's going down, like you know, it sounds childish, but and, Sasha Banks and followed Mr. Fan and several other WWE superstars accounts. Mm-hmm. And it's like the big headline news going around right now. Well, and it doesn't really fit the narrative, like them just walking out when they're the champs, you know what I mean? So it's like if they if yeah. it was a work, it doesn't really it's 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 out there. A lot transpiring tonight in the world of WWE. And with yeah. that, this has been Charlie's Corner. That was a good Charlie's oh, yeah. Corner. Yeah. And there's one more Omos. Omos and Lashley are going to have another confrontation. Yes. <laughs> and you know, let that's going to... Let it go, dude. No, Just man. They got to have they gotta have seven Hell in a Cell matches. Omos. The guy, like, as my guy G said, Omos. You know? <laughs> Fucking horrible, dude. I think that our piano player on Charlie's uh, Corner's music, uh, his hands were getting tired. I think that was the longest. Uh, that Charlie's was a good. We've had. That, was, that was a substantive one. It was an extended cut. That was good. Well, I don't think it's a work either with Sasha Banks. But earlier today, Charlie did send out a text that I thought maybe a work. Our favorite show, All Out, will not be in Chicago coming up. And let me tell you something. I'm a big wrestling fan now, and a lot of it has to do with Charlie Michaels selling me on this venue where All In took place years ago. I was working the coffee cart. Charlie comes over. He's talking about this this wrestling show he's going to see, and I'm like, tell me more. And he's talking about how it is like the best place to see a show. The ceiling's a little lower. It gets loud, but like you can hear everything in the ring, so you uh-huh. can communicate with your partner but like you feel the crowds on top of you exactly it's chicago i'm like man this is like something that i think i have to go to snagged a ticket to all in last minute 100 bucks on the floor changed my life so uh i really look forward to going to all out every year september it's labor day it's an extended weekend last year all the keep the kayfabe boys went and we tailgated met some friends met glenn Yep. yep, shout out Glenn. What's up, bro? And uh, so now it looks like All Out will be on the move. And Charlie, we were chatting before we started recording tonight. Where Where is All Out going to be, Charlie? Rumor I, heard, to be? I heard Toronto. Fuck, that is kind of cool. But I heard that, I heard, could be wrong, but I from what, from what I hear, they're definitely not doing Chicago this year. But now I'm like, like I said, like I said I'm really happy now that we bought tickets to... Um, Fucking um, Forbidden Door, man. So you were able to get tickets to that? I thought they sold out. We bought, like, well, they they did sell out, but we bought resale. Oh, cool. Okay, cool. Yeah, nice. Good you, for you. You can get tickets. Yeah, there's a lot of resale. They opened up other sections and stuff, but but yeah, nice. we're like up top. But yeah, just to be in the building is gonna be fucking insane for that. Oh yeah, right. That's a one of a kind show. Yep. Well, and I think it's cool because this is the first pay-per-view that AEW is going to be doing yep. not on North Amer- or uh, USA soil. It's they're, it's staying in North America, 
But yep. I think that's a smart move. I mean, Toronto is basically the New York of Canada. It's yep. going to be sweet. Maybe they get Justin Bieber in there. Maybe they get Austin Matthews <laughs> in there. They get Vince Carter. They get some, you know, big Toronto moguls in. It could be big. I, I mean, and it's my favorite show out of the four uh, pay-per-views that AEW does. Oh, yeah. I think, going to, I think it's a pretty – if it's not staying in Chicago – Going to a different country like Canada, a strong, very, very strong wrestling country, I think that's smart, and I and I'm kind of excited about it. If it's not going to be in Chicago, I'm glad it's there. So. I agree. Yep. I think I think AEW's played it pretty safe up to this point. Like always going to the same cities. It seems like every week oh, for Dynamite, God. Rampage, whatever the case might be, seeing them or potentially seeing them do a show in a bigger city like Toronto, it, it'll be interesting to see how it oh. goes over with the crowd. Oh, I'm sure it's gonna be huge, mm-hmm. huge, I mean, huge. Big wrestling town. Big wrestling town. Canada has been like so downtrodden on COVID regulations. Yep. I mean, they're looking to let loose, and they get fucking buckled up there. I don't know if they're just strictly drinking Molsons, but I mean, they know what they're doing. Weeds uh, open up there too. They like to have fun. Yeah, plus people from New York State will go over there, you know, because it's so close. Yeah, Buffalo's the, right there. Yeah, They'll probably area. get over there. Oh yeah, Detroit. Yeah. Detroit's right over there. They, I is think it, it's only like it? a three-hour drive. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, it's wow. I didn't know that. Damn. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, that was one of my big regrets when Kristen was. Um, she was getting her doctorate at University of Michigan in Ann Arbor, and it was close to Detroit. I was like, Damn, you should have went. Man, up there, it'd be bro. so cool to go see, uh, you know, Toronto because it was. Yeah. It wasn't that far of a drive, but hopefully I'll get there someday. Yeah, someday. Anyway. Yeah. There's one more. There's one more breaking news too. <laughs> Let's get another choice. Do it again, Matt. Well, I guess we'll have to uh, put a pause on that thought because it's time for Charlie's Corner Part Two. I think we talked about it earlier. Ric Flair coming out of retirement, didn't we? <laughs> for his one more match. It was referenced. I, I think it's confirmed now. Oh. This is a classic, Steve. This is something that you marks love. He will be oh. wrestling. Ricky the Dragon Steve. <laughs> Come on. I thought you were going to say William Shatner. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be Did just the same. Fucking believe that? Who's going to pay to watch that? Oh I mean, oh. that's not even in the field. You know, it's like, you know me, I'm like, I grew up in that era and that like Steamboat Flare classics. That doesn't even appeal to me. No, it'd be better if he worked with like, you know, we've seen him bumping with Jay Lethal, but Lethal, yeah, two, exactly. two old guys bumping around. Hey, they're oh going to build God. it up. They're going to build it up like how they used to do it on the road. Be like, dude, me and Ricky, we would have 246 moves memorized oh, and we would yeah, an wrestle hour, for an hour, eight yep, days a week. An hour or, Broadway, or, seven days a week, you know? Yep. Woo. Seven days a week, eight matches a week. So, um, is this true? Yeah. Is is this through a company like NWA or anything, or is it just independent? I think it's some kind of independent uh, start. With, it's it's through with uh, his son-in-law, Starcast kind of thing. They're gonna do some kind of oh, uh, thing on Fight TV end of July. Yep, six oh five in Nashville. It's the uh, it's, oh okay. They're doing it because uh, I guess SummerSlam is gonna be that there for that weekend, but it's it's uh. Oh my god, yeah, they're, they're gonna do it probably, I'm sure, at some fairground somewhere. Who would, who was going to pay for that, dude? So bad. Oh, 
I'd pay money for them to not do it. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, I, I think we should start a GoFundMe for Ricky Steamboat to back out of it because <laughs> I, what what has Ricky Steamboat deserved in his career to get like dragged through the mud with Rick? Like, uh, it must please be don't. They must have. They yeah. must have been. They must have promised him a big check, which Conrad yeah, can which Conrad can write. That's Ricky, true. Ricky sixty nine and Flynn's what seventy something. Oh, please, so God, baby, why? Why well, exactly? Anyway. Why? We'll see how why? this develops. And with that, this has been Charlie's Corner <laughs> Part Two. A hell, a hell of a hell of a show. Charlie's Corner Nightmare Edition. Exactly. (laughs) Charlie's Corner that nobody wanted to hear that information. Yeah, save it for Halloween. Please. (laughs) All right. Well, we're getting pretty deep into the show, and this has been a fun one. So let's start to wrap it up here. And there's one thing left before we go, and that is promo of the week. We got a pretty good one here, too. Uh, One that looks... Pretty awesome. Um, it looks like it's done on a camcorder, and it comes from Buck from Panama City, Florida. He said, "I wouldn't guess everyone knows who Sal Sincere is, but I met uh, him once, and well, he's a pretty cool dude." Do you guys know who Sal Sincere is? Salvatore Sincere. Yeah, it was uh, Tom Brandy. Was it? He was in the early '90s, I think. WWE pushed him. Really? Okay. I think, so his, I think from- his name was Tom Brandy. So this this promo is is pretty awesome too. Looking at the stats from YouTube of what Buck submitted, it only has three hundred and fifty views, and it's from nine years ago. We're doing better than that on Keep the Kayfabe. Woo. But um, it's Sal Sincere cuts promo on Tommy Dreamer for Ooh. May eighteenth match. It looks pretty DIY. Sal Sincere is wearing a pink boa with some guy that looks like he uh, is wearing clothes in his first confirmation. So. Yeah, without further ado, let's get to this wild promo. I can't wait to hear it. Tommy Dreamer, do you remember me? Your former ECW (laughs) tag team champion. The original tag team. You can Google it. Any of the fans of Elite Pro Wrestling, Google it. It's true. Because I carried the team then, I carried them now. All your whole career, Dreamer, you were jealous. I was always the bigger one. The better looking one. (laughs) <laughs> the sexier one. You were a sloppy mess. Wore a t-shirt your whole career. You could never get in shape. May 18th, Kaiser, West Virginia. You're going to go to school, my boy. I'm going to show you what hardcore is all about. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Buck, for submitting quite the deep cut. And, deep uh, cut. Deep uh, cut. You know. Sifting through the bowels of YouTube promos, I really like it. You guys and gals have been submitting some great promos of the week. Can't thank you enough. Matt, you look like you wanted to say something. Did you have something there, bro? No, I just I was trying to come up with a joke when you said bowels, and my mind just oh, yeah. went straight to the gutter, but I think that's the perfect explanation for what we just heard. Well, I think it's the prune juice, too, that you're drinking as well, I think. so. It is. Well, I don't think even the prune juice would have stirred up what you found here <laughs> and what Buck sent to us. So, thanks, yes. Buck. Yes. Thank you, Buck. 
All right, yeah, and if uh, you want to send your promo to us and you want it played on the show, just send it to us, DM at Keep the Fabe on Facebook or Instagram or Keep the Fabe 414 at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Let us know what you want us to play on the show. Let us know what you want us to watch. Let us know what you love about the show. And, um, you know, spring has sprung. Uh, summer is... You know, really budding around here. It's nice and warm. I'm walking my dog three times a day. Got the baby in the stroller. It's unbelievable. And when I'm walking down the street next to the park where I live, all I can think of is two things, or three things, excuse me, is that I'm keeping a Triple H today. And that is staying humble, staying hungry, and staying hard. Triple H, but be careful staying hard in near a park with children. Triple H! <laughs> <laughs>